0: episode 247 of the train smooth podcast my name is tim egg and if you have any questions you'd like to submit through to the show jump on through to the website trainsmove.com up on the homepage, it says submit your questions click on that follow the prompts i get excited every time you guys submit your questions and i do like that it makes me feel important uh d- I'll just throw on a little bit of business here. My book got launched last Monday. I'm super excited. I've done very, very little to promote it. So I'm absolutely hopeless when it comes to that side of things. But it's launched. It's called Key Sessions. It's got 101 triathlon training sessions that I find really cool. Um, at the moment, it's only available on Amazon. I've just been a real lazy little turd and haven't done much to put it in other platforms. But it's available on paperback and ebook. Um, so just go to keysessions.com and it we'll it will sort all that side of it out for you. But just to give you an idea of what's in there, for instance, um, this is like a, a bike ride. It's, it's a pretty cool little bike ride I like. It's a three, It's a Ideally, it's for 70.3 athletes and ideally Ironman athletes. So it's a three-hour bike ride with an hour of hill repeats in it that is done in low cadence so you're looking at around 55 65 rpm after you finish your last hill repeat you're going directly into a one hour time trial at race effort that's not race pace that's not race power that's not race heart rate or speed or whatever you it's purely how you feel how you think race effort will feel obviously come race day it's a really and then after you finish that one hour time trial you just crawl home so it's a really cool bike ride yeah it's a real good bang for your buck so today's question comes from Dwayne. uh i'm looking at doing my first iron in june how can I get the required run volume as I have arthritis in my left knee and hip? This limits my running as I need time between sessions. I have previously competed in sprints, Olympics, and 70.3s. So, I had to send in a couple of quick questions. I like, I like these sort of questions because it makes me think. Most of the questions that I get through, I just get, I have a quick glance. I go, right, I'll copy it. I'll paste it straight into my little spreadsheet and I don't think about it until I'm really talking about it, but this, I like these because it's just out of the ordinary. So I sent him a couple of follow-up questions, like um, how much recovery does Indy normally have between runs? Um, What what was his run volume and frequencies for his 70.3 he did? What are the goals for his Ironman that he's got in June? And... um, does he run all year round or does he just wait till it's tri-season and he adds the run volume in? And so he replied back to that. um, He normally runs two to three times depending on intensity and um, duration. Uh, When he trained for his 70.3, he would run probably 10 to 20 kilometers per week with two to three runs per week. Um, and then he wrote uh, what is it he, he wants to, ideally he wants to do his Ironman in around 14 hours thereabouts he wants to enjoy the experience um, and uh, when, he was tra- when he was training when he was training oh he normally trains uh, I'm trying to read this as I'm talking here I try to when I possible minimum would be one to 130 minute run uh yeah. so he also talks about how, how he had a coach for a while until this crashed then he was making some good gains so there's a, there are a lot of good things that are running through my head here at the moment so the, there's a, there's a few things so first up if you wanted to do um Oh man, I've got a lot going through my head. Sorry. So I'll start off with this. So if you wanted to do a nine man in fourteen hours, just and you, let's say you get you do do the swim on an average of two minutes per hundred meters, and then you average about thirty kilometers an hour on the bike. Add transitions and whatever, so thereabouts, you should get off the bike in around seven hours. Now, if you walk at a six kilometer an hour pace which is you know very very doable but you can't be mucking around either you will finish the Ironman in 14 hours so that that's just gives a quick outline that your goal is very very achievable you just got to swim at two minutes per 100 meters or thereabouts you've got to not muck around in transitions but no one should ever muck around in transitions you got to ride on an average of 30 kilometers an hour, which is, for, for most people, is pretty doable. And you just got to walk at a 6 kilometer an hour pace. Very doable. That's not quite a power walk. Anyway, there's that out of the way. So there's a few things you can do to get your run volume in. So one thing I would look at is joining a gym or getting a good good quality treadmill for instance and and twice a week I would do I'd start off at 30 minute sessions and I would build it up to one hour sessions twice a week and it's walking so I would put the treadmill on an incline up to 15% start off at 10% and slowly build it up to 15% incline and walk one kilometer at, at you start off at five kilometers an hour for instance and you just just slowly build the pace up as much as you as possible without causing you know injuries or problems. And you you just walk full incline. That's going to help build the strength. I would then probably look at adding maybe one run, uh, one run, maybe have an option as a second run somewhere along in in the week just to get that uh, pounding the ground in that running. So. And even that, I'd add walking into it. So, for instance, I'd be looking at adding 20 seconds of walking every five minutes of running, or 30 seconds of walking every 10 minutes of running, or nine minutes of running, one minute walking. You can play, you completely play around with that format. So that that's another that's why that's one option. Another option is you can do a bit of water running. Um, if you're gonna do any water running, I'll do it in waist deep water. Don't go deep end. There's no need for that. I'd be going waist deep water. So your body, so your legs are hitting the ground with some low low level weight bearing into it. Uh, your upper body is keeping that natural formation, that natural run technique of yours. But I, and talking about technique, I'd make sure your technique's right too, because you, you want to reduce any any risks here. I'd also look at, I'd also develop a recovery plan. So after these runs, I'd be straight into an ice bath for 10, 15 minutes, straight out of it, and then very gently walk until you slowly warm, warm those muscles and tendons and joints up after being in that ice bath you think well oh, I don't really want to sit you know there's many ways of having an ice bath too you don't need to have a bathtub at home because you, you know you don't want to stick the boys in there if you don't have to so you get like one of those um, council bins for instance They're their be- little beauties or the 40 gallon drums just cut the top off one of them as you're leaving or well, this is what i what i have i've got a 40 40 gallon drum at the back and when it's time when it's my volume and i it's picking up so what i'll do is generally long runs i'll do this is i will fill that up with water and it would and i'll keep and i'll replace the water once a week in the freezer i've got a big freezer in the freezer i've got these massive tupperware containers filled full of water and obviously they'll freeze so as I as I get home, I'll will just chuck these Tupperware containers in the i in the ice bath. I'll have a bit, bit something to eat or drink or whatever. I'll come back out. They're they're able to slip out of the Tupperware container. I'll have, get a hammer and I'll smash the ice, the big hunks of ice, the massive ice bricks, and they scatter everywhere. And it makes it nice cold. I'll jump in ten minutes, jump out. Bob's your uncle, finish your aunt. It, it just helps. And there's a lot of debate too when we've you know, oh, you shouldn't do ice. When it comes to this, it's, it's very, you know, to take the, um, all the deflam- inflammatory components out, j- just to, you know, settle the joint tonight, I think it's, it's worth its weight in gold. You're still hearing doctors say, yes, that, that is for that, that is good as that. Depending on the injuries, yes, ice can have a negative impact to it, but that's a completely different episode. Um, so there, there's those options. So, so you do, you will. In unless you plans to walk, walk the marathon, you are going to have to get the body a little bit used to that pounding on the ground. Um, I'd also be inclined, just maybe once every three weeks, go out, go out on a, a long walk. So there, and there's a few things you could do. You can just do a, a like let's say you you're making Sunday your long run. There's a few things you could do to to trick your body for that long run too, so if you can't get the volume in, you can go for a swim first. Do you know thirty or forty times one hundred with fifteen to twenty seconds rest in between. Get out and then run at a moderate effort for around an hour. That that's that's gonna be you half tricking your body for that two hour plus run. Yeah, kind of. Or you can do it as a brick session. That will also provide a, a good, you know, j- just a moderate one-hour ride before it, and then go off the bike and run for about an hour. Um, there's, there's a few, there's a, there's a lot of different hacks, but obviously you you wanna wanna monitor. I'd be, I'd definitely be leaving leaving a few days if you if it's just pure running. There's a, there's a lot you can do um get your get your bike fitness up to to a really high level and but i do think your biggest bang for your buck will come with incline treadmills just walk it start off 30 minutes next week 35 40 and just build it up to 2 1 hour full incline 15% for 1 hour just marching up that and that's just going to build a whole lot of strength and then maybe one run which you couldn't say well this week I'm going to be doing 10k's and then next week I'll do 11k's and the week after I'll do 12 You, You you all just have to listen, purely listen to your body and if you can't get that higher volume in because your body's just not coping with it you're going to have to add something before it either the swim or the bike ride and you're just going to have to take note Keep a training log and just go back to, keep referring back to your training log. Um, and if you go back to your tri-club with and start with working under that coach again, I would just keep him in the loop. Just say, look, this day, this day, this day, I'm going to be doing my running, but I wouldn't mind you structuring my swim, my bike. Um, or just get him on the same page as you run and he can structure hope structure it all for you that way. So, yeah, good luck with it all. Um, Let us know how you get on. Keep us up to date. And if you guys have any other questions, tim at trainsmith.com. Till next episode. Hooray.